Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Uh oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I don't care if Mondays blue. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday morning, you showed up fine. On Monday. Broadcasting from the Bob and Sherry Studios, it's Bob and Sherry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you with us. And we're going to start out with uh, something very positive here. I was online reading a British newspaper the other day, and it was nat- on that day, about three days ago, it was National Joy Germ Day. Joy Nas- Germ. National Joy Germ Day is a chance to spread joy and positivity, positivity to everyone in your life. And there are eight ways to do this. Okay. So perhaps we can take Joy Germ Day and and move it over here. Number one, pay them, this is to your partner, all right? Your husband, your wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Pay them a compliment. Tell them they look good in their outfit. Just something that compliments them. It's free. It's easy. And sometimes if we've been together for a long time, we forget to do that. I could not agree more. So easy to do. And your man likes to get a compliment too. Yes, that's right. That's right. He really does. When was the last time you got a nice compliment? Uh, let me see. About four days ago. Very okay. You're not hurt. It's not too bad. Well, I mean, was it from yourself or was it from? No, it wasn't from myself. <laughs> that was earlier today. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two, give them a really good kiss. There are kisses, hello and goodbye, and there are kisses, and there is a difference. Because I think kissing is the most intimate. It is. Among yeah. anything, any act that you can do with someone, right? It's hard to zone out and think about what you're going to wear to work tomorrow. When you're, yeah, that's exactly you're right. When somebody's someone. right in your face, literally. Yeah. Um, cook them a meal. Everybody has a favorite meal. I can't agree more. When my wife, she makes a great lasagna. She makes a great uh, spaghetti with uh, meat sauce, bolognese. I love it. It lights up my life. Now, when I cook, it's not the same effect. She doesn't like what I cook. She's a pickier eater, that's all. Yeah. She likes is you. Is that what it is? Yeah, but she likes you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, National Joy Germ Day. Joy Germ Day. Give them a small gift. Could be a chocolate bar, a magazine. I do that. Once in a while, I'll be at the supermarket and I'll see a magazine that's, uh, you know, something that would interest her. And uh, I'll buy it. Like she and uh, Hampton are going to be going traveling together for his graduation. I don't want to talk about where yet, but it's a it's a good trip. And I found a magazine, and they had an article about the place. So you bring it back, Perfect. and it's a nice little gift, right? Yeah. It shows that you were thinking of her in a loving way. That is right. That's right. Uh, do something you know will make them happy. A back scratch, a foot rub, running the bath, just... Something like that. You know what my wife does for me? If, if she knows I'm going to be working late with you, she will send me a photograph of herself walking the dog. So, so that, that you know that... I know the dog has walked. So I can, you know, go home and drink. That is, I mean, that's yeah. love. 
Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, take an errand or a job off their hands. That's a very good one. I would like a lot more of that. I know you would. What would be the number one you would like to be taken outside of driving? Um, clean something in the house. <laughs> Anything. Pick something. <laughs> Just clean something. They don't have, the people in my family do not have my standards because they are not the daughter of my mother. Yeah, yeah. They were not raised by little old Italian ladies who would, (laughs) on Sunday mornings, would put on the station in Philly that played Sinatra Sundays and then dust every plant leaf in the house. Yeah, right. Like, it is so hard for me to live in chaos because... At the time when I would see them doing that, I was like, I am never going to be that way. Cut to, I'm that way. You know, the uh, thing we were talking about just the other day about how people uh, want to, uh, are being driven crazy with the clutter in their house and they don't oh, want to the buy. Oh, the Swedish death cleaning. Yes, yeah. they don't want to buy anything anymore because it's just making them nervous. They walk through their house and there's this stuff everywhere. Stuff is everywhere. It, it will make you more sane. Not to have all this stuff around yeah. you to declutter. I agree with you. Uh, tell them why they're such a great partner. Who doesn't want to hear that? Everyone does. That means so much to me. You know, and, and it can be it can be given in several different ways. Like she said to me one time, you have been a great stepfather to my kids. That made me feel so good. I, what could be a bigger compliment? There's not that? very many things. And finally, talk them up. If you plan to spend time in the company of others, drop into the conversation something wonderful about the person that you're with. That is such good advice because it's unusual. It's, it validates who you are, and it obviously is bringing other people into you know your circle of wonderful. <laughs> Aren't those good ideas? I think those are great ideas. Yeah, eight ways to it, bring joy. It's really, um, it's a shame that we all need to be kind of told I know. that. I think it's because we just take, especially been with somebody for a while, you take each other for granted. And life is hectic and stressful. Right. You know, you've had like a long day, you come home, you dump it. Yeah. Right? Then there's stuff going on in your house and you're dumping on that. Yeah. And then it's bedtime and then tomorrow right. is a whole new day at that. You know, maybe she'll start, I don't know, cleaning the kitty litter box without... You know, my having to do. Well, I mean, I wouldn't set my sights ridiculously high. high. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right getting a compliment that. every now yeah, and again. There you are. It's Bob right. and Sherry. It's the Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast. I was listening to the podcast. With stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Podcast. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast drops every Monday with uncensored conversations, special guests, and true crime time. That is 100% true. The Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast. I heard your podcast. Yes, please go on. On the free Bob and Sherry app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Sherry app. I read a story in the news the other day that's really, really haunted me. And not because I've had some personal experience with what I'm about to describe, but because I think that a lot of people have. And it's one of the most painful and kind of bittersweet tragic things I can think of and that is someone coming between um, people who love each other mm-hmm. and sometimes it happens you're you're a kid you know like you're 14 or 15 and 
your it's your first love and you know somebody's parents move away or your parents intervene mm-hmm. and end a relationship i mean my um my my older brother was classic for it. no one was ever allowed to date me right i mean he just would put an end to everything mm-hmm. so i had like all the first dates in the world and no second dates cuz my brother would be like yeah hey I'm going to kill you. And that would be the end of that, right? <laughs> right. But I never had a situation where, you know, it was like true love and someone came between us. Listen to this story. This just happened in England. This couple, they're both in their 80s. They just got married. The bride is Bernie Bluett and the groom is Bob Humphreys. Both in their 80s. Back when they were teenagers, um, Bernie's father... Uh, did not like Bob. So when Bob was sent off to fight in World War II, all of the love letters that he wrote home from the front to Bernie, Mm -hmm. the father intercepted the letters and then wrote back to Bob Humphreys and said, she's not interested, she's dumping you. So 70 years goes by. A few years ago, they reconnect. They've both, both lost their spouses. He's a widower, she's a widow. They begin chatting and reminiscing about their childhood romance. And Bernie says, why did you never write to me? And Bob is like, I wrote to you all the time. Anyway, the whole story came out. They got married. No kidding. How old are they? They have to be in their late 80s. They're in their 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. So, In a way, it's wonderful. And in a way, it's it's devastating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. To, To come, I think one of the biggest sins, it's not on the list of like, you know, commandments or mortal sins or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think one of the biggest sins you can commit is coming between people who love each other. Mm-hmm. And wasn't this the plot of the movie Atonement? Am I remembering that right? I saw it. I'm trying That's, to it's remember. It's the plot of of um, Never Let You Go. That was the point in that movie. It's just awful when two people love each other to come mm-hmm. between them and spoil that. I know. I've written. Uh, I'm very, very, very happy with my wife, of course, but I know years ago, I wrote 1,400 letters to um, Jennifer Conley. And obviously, someone someone was someone intercepted, stepping Bob, in. Because she would be here now. Nothing. <laughs> Could you ever have done why, that to Why would he kids? be? I wonder if it was just she was very young and the father wanted to be protective. And you don't know any of that. Yeah. yeah. And then a lot of people are controlled by their parents at that age. You don't have a sense of yourself. You want to please your parents. You're afraid of situations. And right. and I think a lot of people just can't be true to themselves at that point in their lives. In the book and the movie, Never Let You Go, it's um, two female characters and a male character. And um, the the one character, Kathy, she and this guy, are they're, they're in love with each other. But the friend inter- steps in and has this love affair and she just toys with him over the years right and at the end as she's preparing to die she tells her friend he loved you all along and i couldn't bear how happy you two were together so i took him from you awful yeah like i just can't think i mean it's a horrible thing to do your best friend who's also simultaneously your worst your worst enemy your frenemy Mm -hmm. So when I saw, can you understand why when I saw this news story, it really yeah. haunted me. Yeah. I don't know what the dad had against young Bob all those many years ago. Mm-hmm. But the fact that fate brought these two people back together and gave them a little chance at happiness in their late 80s. It's really sadder than it is a happy story. I For think, me, though. too. It, it, it truly is. You know, it could have been religion. The father didn't want his daughter around someone of another religion. 
It could have been age. It could have been money. It could have been, yes. And and, and in Great Britain's status. Yeah, it could have been so many things. Or he could have done one thing in that village, one thing as a young man that was reckless. Even and that so, one thing defined him in the father's eyes. Even so, did the father have the right to put this story in motion like this? I don't know if he did or he didn't, but it's sad, it's he sad that he did. I knew of a uh, woman who was dating a very wild guy, very wild guy, and she was head over heels over this guy. And her father, who was a very powerful man in many ways, took her aside and said, I want you to understand that he will never, ever fit in our family. Oh, you miserable snob. He wasn't really being a snob. The guy was a wild man. He was worried for his daughter's uh, long-term safety, protection, and well-being. But that's the way he put it. He will never, ever fit into our family. And how did the, the, how'd that story end? They, they, uh, they broke up. Yeah. He had quite an impact on... Uh, it just lets you know that once life. that level of love makes an impression on you, that impression never goes away. It's ever. true. And we should choose to see the happy side of this, which is instead of wondering their whole lives, whatever happened, yeah. now they know and are they're they gonna, together. Are they going to have children? Does I hope it, so. Does it say? Uh, you know, the schools aren't great where they live. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the News is brought to you by Febreze Car. Breathe happy. Febreze Car. It's Bob and Sherry. The craziest. Moronic. Asinine. With morons in the news. All right, so there's a 44-year-old guy. His name is Charles White of La Foliette, Tennessee. And he stabbed a 34-year-old man in the stomach last week. The man is alive, and he's still in the hospital recovering. We don't have any word on why Charles stabbed this man. Charles was arrested for felony aggravated assault. Tattooed on his forehead is the word psycho. (sighs) Have we not talked about forehead tattoos, kids? By the way, if that's not enough for you, tattooed on his neck is the word Nazi. Have I have we not to tell talked you, about heads neck up. tattoos, kids. Heads, heads up when you see somebody like that coming. Another guy went to an arcade and bowling alley in Batavia, Illinois. This was back in November, but the story's been updated. And he robbed the photo booth. You, you know, you know the place where you go in for uh, I don't know what it is a dollar, yeah, yeah. and you, you have your picture taken. He went inside the photo booth and he managed to crack it open, and he stole seventy-five dollars. What he didn't know is the photo booth has a security feature. As soon as somebody starts tampering with it, the photo booth starts taking pictures of you. Just like you're in the photo booth. So they they have they got the pictures and they put it all over the newspaper and they're going to be arresting him probably fairly soon. Here's something you probably didn't know about Super Bowl Sunday. Um, cannabis dispensaries in the Bay Area were slashing prices to lure tourists in. Now, if you had a doctor's note, you could go to the Harborside Health Center in San in Jose. They stocked up on Banana Kush, Blue Frost, Gorilla Grew, and Butter OG. 50% off weed, chocolate edibles, 25% off. <laughs> Airfield Supply Company had a supersize your bowl deal. Buy any <laughs> weed, get a half gram of hash for just $5. Wow, that's quite a sale. That is not your mama's Super no, Bowl. No, no. All right, a Florida man, and you know when the sentence begins that way, it's good. A Florida man named Rob Moore, who's 32 years old, locked himself in the trunk of his own car following a walk on the beach last week. 
Police responded to a 911 report of a suspicious vehicle parked near Sombrero Beach. Sure enough, there was a 1997 Lincoln Continental. All four doors were open and they could hear banging coming from the trunk. When the police rescued Rob Moore, he told them that he fell in the trunk while searching for his keys. (laughs) Oh, I've had that happen. But then it turned out he was stoned right slap out of his mind. Police found the weed in the vehicle, charged him with marijuana possession. He fell in the trunk. He fell in the trunk while looking for his keys. Um, The Dallas Police Department has released excellent video surveillance footage of a thief who stole a laundromat's gumball machine. He walked in in broad daylight, picked up the gumball machine, and walked out of the business. How much you getting? Well, that that was what... It, it's I, what... How much is a gumball? Is it a penny, two pennies, a nickel, a dime? And I don't know if this was even one of the gumball machines that have prizes in it. Yeah. Because those are alluring. A little bit more so. I mean, so. have you ever outgrown your love for the laundromat or the grocery store gumball machine prizes? Are, are you talking about the prizes that are in the like the little thing where it has the claw hammer? Or? No, no, a gumball machine. Like the little clear plastic bubbles oh, and inside. Oh, those things, yeah. Inside yeah. is a ring. But, well, but they're so small. How much change could be in there for you're going to be arrested? Let's post the gumball surveillance video as today's moron of the day. And finally this morning, a drunken patron at a pub in London stole one of the cute porcelain door, uh, dogs the establishment had on the bar then he sobered up and he sent the porcelain dog back to the owners with a little note apologizing and a Cadbury cream egg because he said everybody likes those <laughs> that is for us <laughs> you know it's an odd thing to do but I can't argue with Memorable. the man I'd like to have one yeah. All right, we're going to find the gumball video we'll post it up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com Bob and Sherry want to whisk you and your bestie off for a Florida getaway. It could be a friend from grade school, high school, or even a sibling or mom or dad. You and your bestie could stay three nights at the Don Cesar, a luxury hotel located in St. Pete Beach. Known as the legendary Pink Palace, this beachfront resort is situated on the sugary white sands of the Gulf of Mexico and offers ocean views from every room. The prize also includes admission to Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Florida's Marine Life Rescue Center, admission to the Dolly Museum to explore an unparalleled collection of art and digital experiences, and a one-of-a-kind upscale dining experience aboard Yacht Starship Cruises, America's first three-diamond-rated dining yacht, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. To enter, just go to bobandsherry.com, hit the contest tab, and submit a picture of you and your bestie. Because right now, Florida is exactly where you need to be. Get away to Florida from Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. By the way, here's another thing that confuses us. Just a heads up, ladies. When, when, when we uh, send a text message to you and you respond with a K, we think you're pissed off at us. We do. K. Because of the tone. Yeah, the tone. Yeah. Or just yes. Yeah, if you do that... Um, we don't like that. We'd, we'd like to... Ha- you don't Wait, have to have right an emoticon with a heart, but I mean... Right back at you. Yeah. Nobody, nobody is good at receiving text language that way. Yeah, but gu- guys guys are, are, are more direct. So I think you would get it sometimes and you wouldn't say that, oh, he's angry at me because he just said yes. Oh, no. I, I, I think 
I, I can tell if I'm getting a clipped irritable text from the mister. Yeah. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. Why would he ever do that when he lives with you? That's the whole, that's what's so confusing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's say hi to Hector this morning. Hi, Hector. Hi, can you guys hear me? We yeah, can. yeah. We can. Thank yeah. you for listening to our show. Yeah. You grew up in a house full of women. <sighs> yeah. Having um, the name Hector is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much grew up with four women in my house, three of them being my sisters and one being my mom. Right. And... They would always just confuse me and get really mad at me when they would send me to do 18 different things and get really mad when I don't do all of them at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Like you're like an idiot. Mom. Like you're an idiot, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of them has something for you to do. There's 18 <laughs> things. You're doing the best you can. You miss yeah. one. You're an idiot. Like, my mom would send me to get some water mm-hmm. for her. And also, my sister would send me to get uh, something, some clothes or something out of the dryer. But then my other sister would send me to get her shoes. Mm-hmm. And then everybody would just be mad at me in my house because I didn't do everything that I was supposed to do. I, I love that they would send you and you would go. Like, what what secret magical power did they have over you, Hector? You know why this is? I'm going to decode this for all men everywhere. Women's brains work differently. We are capable of, it's called errand clustering. So if I say to you, hey, on your way home, can you get milk? Or in our case, let me be honest. Hey, on your way home, can you buy gin? <laughs> So let me use an example from my own life, okay? I, If you had called me and said, babe, on your way home, can you buy gin? I would stop for the gin, but then I would also remember that I needed gas in the car and that there's dry cleaning to pick up and that we don't have any milk for breakfast. But you just go and get gin. Like, that's the only thing in the world that we need. How are we supposed to know? You live there. Open the refrigerator. Look, you, you live there. You're part of this life. Mm-hmm. So, so, Hector, are you still living at home? Yeah, I'm I'm 15 now. Yeah. And it's just been a constant thing probably it started ever since I've started walking. Are 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 you as, as soon as, as soon as the as soon as the girls saw he can walk. Go get me this. This poor guy. He, I know. Are you the but baby you know in the what? family? Are you the baby in the family? You are. Oh, oh my. Yeah. God. But you know Hector. what? Hector Hector in a couple of years is going to have a girlfriend. He's going to do all of this for her, I know, too. I know. And he's going to be the best boyfriend there ever was. Right. Oh, trust me. They've they've raised me to do that. Hector, you know, I don't know what to say, man, other than in three years you'll be free. No, in you three, won't. You don't think he will be? In three years you'll be fetching and paying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Neil now at the feet of the master fetcher and payer. The B.O.B. I wish I wish I could have been there the moment Hector took his first steps <laughs> and all of the sisters and the mother said, He can walk! He can walk! <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. 
Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Everyone Needs a Laugh is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use code BobandSherry22 at HelloFresh.com slash BobandSherry22. Use the Talk Back feature feature. on the free Bob and Sherry app and leave us a message. All right, let's do it. Everyone Needs a Laugh. It's comedian Maya DiGiorgio. You guys married? Yes. Yes. How long were you dating before you got married? Seven years. Seven years. Oh, wow, he waited a long time. You had a lot of work to do, huh? (laughs) Men are funny, because I don't realize how much work we put in to catch you. I don't think, you think you caught us, but we plotted to catch you. That's why we have wedding parties. It's kind of like, we all got together to catch you party, do you know? (laughs) Nine years. Nine years, really, dating? Seven, she's trying to make it shorter. That means nine years, because what we do is to catch you, we have to wear shoes we can't even walk in, trying to look cute, do you know what I'm saying? I got eyelashes done to catch a guy. I got eyelashes on top of my eyelashes. I only have peripheral vision. (laughs) We do a lot, because as a woman, you have to be strong, right, to catch a man. You need to be strong, yet feminine. Independent, yet meek. Sexy, but not slutty, with a splash of hoe. (laughs) Intelligent, yet needing him for his great wisdom. What if he doesn't have any? Then you gotta fake like everything's his ideas. Give him the answers, you know? Because it's not who we are, but who we can convince him we are and keep up the lie for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Until I come back in five years and say, you're not the woman I fell in love with. Pfft, I was never the woman you fell in love with. <laughs> come on. Time to lose the weight to start over. It's a lot of work to catch you guys. I'm serious. That's why women don't like each other. We don't. We spot each other from our, look at her. Look at what she's got on. Well, not you guys, because you're all perfect, I know. I have kind of walked around Provo like, oh my gosh, there's not even a pimple in this town. What are these people eating? It's the cold. That's how cold it is. It's cold. White folks love cold, right? You guys like the cold. No, he's like, she's like, no, it's not at 10 degrees. It's cold. It's 40 degrees. I'm walking in. You guys all still have your air conditioners on. I'm saying dating and relationships is hard. 
So for me, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to act, you know? I don't know who I'm supposed to date. Falling in love is really hard. My Italian grandmother would always say, you cook for your husband, you clean for your husband, you iron his clothes, you iron his socks. My mother was like, don't do anything for any man, he's a grown man. <laughs> Which screws me up, because I'll leave a man in a minute, but I'll pre-plan his meals before I go. <laughs> What a great sauce in the freezer. <laughs> Lasagna in the oven, three seventy-five. <laughs> so my grandmother wanted me to date an Italian boy. You know, she was she wanted me to date Squiggly Gigliani from across the street. You know, I'm like I'm not dating him. He's forty years old. He lives at home with his mother. She's like, when you're Italian, you're supposed to live at home with your mother. Till you get married, then you move downstairs. <laughs> His brother owns a classic dessert company. We get free cheesecake. Great, you're selling me off for cheesecake. Thank you. Free cheesecake. Thank you, Grandma. Oh, she's wonderful. <laughs> it's Maya DiGiorgio. We put every comic up on our website at bobandsherry.com. Just click on the Everyone Needs a Laugh, and you can watch the clips and listen to them and share them, too. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry want to whisk you and your bestie off for a Florida getaway. It could be a friend from grade school, high school, or even a sibling or mom or dad. You and your bestie could stay three nights at the Don Cesar, a luxury hotel located in St. Pete Beach. Known as the legendary Pink Palace, this beachfront resort is situated on the sugary white sands of the Gulf of Mexico and offers ocean views from every room. The price also includes admission to Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Florida's Marine Life Rescue Center, admission to the Dolly Museum to explore an unparalleled collection of art and digital experiences, and a one-of-a-kind upscale dining experience aboard Yacht Starship Cruises, America's first three-diamond-rated dining yacht, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. To enter, just go to bobandsherry.com, hit the contest tab, and submit a picture of you and your bestie. Because right now, Florida is exactly where you need to be. Get away to Florida from Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. Let's keep that love month celebration vibe going here. I have, um, it's very interesting. This is how long it takes a person to fall in love based on their zodiac sign. And I know you're thinking, what a load of horse hockey this is. But you don't know until you hear, you may agree, Bob, that um, when I get to Virgo about how long it takes a Virgo to fall in love. So we'll start with uh, Capricorn. And it says here that the Capricorn, I'm a Capricorn, so you tell me if you think this is true. Why don't we start all- with Virgo and, and then just close with Virgo? You know, just <laughs> some, Can we do something a little different today? We'll do that for tomorrow's um, uh, oh, whatever goofy okay. ast- astrology <laughs> thing I do. It'll be all, all right. about Virgo tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, so tell me if you agree with this, because I don't know that I do. It says here that out of all the zodiac signs, the Capricorn is the hardest to read. For one, they're super serious about their goals and their career does tend to be their number one priority. I can't argue with that. I wouldn't say it's my number one priority, but it is right behind uh, my family. Um, In relationships, Capricorn's not exactly the most romantic or affectionate and not the best with words. Capricorns rarely ever express their emotions and it leaves you wondering how how they really feel about you. What do you think about Hmm. that? I mean, I guess it's true. I guess there's a lot of truth to that. 
Mm-hmm. Capricorns, if you're a Capricorn like me, we take love seriously, but we don't fall in love very easily because we're naturally reserved. But once you catch us, we stick around and we show our love through acts of service. That is absolutely true. That, that is, is my true. love That is true. Language. Yeah, that is you. Yeah. By, by the way, I, I hate that expression, the love language. I just... I know. I know you do, put As soon as I, I hear, well, that's that's Bob's love language. <sighs> Mary uses it all the time. And, why do know. you Why do you hate it? I don't know. It just, it just sounds like one of those squirrely books we used to have to interview people with. John Gray. Yeah. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Oh, God. Stop. Let's move on to Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarians are also pretty hard to figure out. For one, they're super social and really friendly to everyone. So that makes you unsure if they have special feelings for you because, you know, they're that nice to everybody. Oh, um, yeah. And, a, and with a Sagittarius, they see romance as an adventure. And in relationships, they're totally honest but they're not very demonstrative. They're not big on gifts or flowers, which if you're dating a Sagittarius would make you think, well, they don't really care about you, but that's Mm. just, that's just not their love language to use your um, most hated expression. Sagittarians. You need to to give them a card. You need to give them a card that says, I like you. Do you like me? Check? Yes. Check. No. (laughs) Exactly. Sagittarians love their freedom. So they never feel pressured to find a relationship. If you're in a relationship with a Sagittarius, it's because y'all stumbled across each other because the Sagittarius did not go looking for you. Okay. And that brings us to the Scorpio, which is Max. (laughs) So let's see, Max, if you agree. The, um, The Scorpio, of course, is the sexiest sign, the most passionate, intense sign in the Zodiac. And once you catch a Scorpio's attention, they will pull out all the stops to capture you. But They are not open books. They're notoriously mysterious. And even if you think things are going well in the relationship, you might not ever really know for sure because Scorpios tend to keep those kind of thoughts to themselves. Um, And it takes time for Scorpios to fall in love. Scorpios need to make absolutely sure that you are someone worthy of being led into their inner world. Is that you? Only after you've gained their trust. Will they fall in love with you? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether they're worthy to be. So it's not the other way around. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I never. They always say that it's mysterious, and I, I never feel like I'm mysterious. I. I think you're very private. I am. Yeah, which I do some too. people could some interpret of, as mysterious. I'm not right? some sort of brooding loner. No, no, you're not a brooding loner. You're not brooding or a loner, but you are a private person and you guard your privacy and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, even though we live in a time in America where people's grandmothers are, are modeling thong bikinis on Instagram, <laughs> it's still okay to be a person who keeps their, sure their life private. That. Yeah. By the way, did you see the uh, picture that Elizabeth Hurley posted that her mother took of her? In a, I surely in a bikini? did. Woo! Did you hear what you know, Piers Morgan said about that? The great no. British bloviator? He no. was like, knock it off. You're thirsty and pathetic. Oh, my God, Piers. No, no, like no. You're in More any pictures. position to talk. Yeah, stop it. Um, let's jump to the Aquarius. Dating an Aquarius is wonderful and confusing. They tend to get along with everyone, but they're also very unpredictable and can be a little bit cold. They have no problem sharing their opinions with others, but expressing feelings isn't something they really like to do. My husband's an Aquarius, Hmm. and so Mm -hmm. far, 
dead on. Um, in fact, listen to this. You may be committed to each other and the aquarium will still say things like, I think if I fell in love, it would feel like this, which makes you wonder, like, what are you, a can of spam? <laughs> Do you know what my husband said to me the other day? He's like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pain in life. I've found most of it involves marriage. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Man, you got to check yourself. Back. What are you doing saying words take, like that? He didn't take it back. So, of course, I upped his life insurance by just a tick. Yeah, um, let's right. pause here. We'll come back with more <laughs> of the Zodiac signs. How long it takes to fall in love based on astrology. A little science for you. It's Bob and Sherry. Use the talk back feature, talk back feature on the free Bob and Sherry app and leave us a message. We are celebrating Love Month by looking at how long it takes a person to fall in love based on their astrological sign. And we're at Gemini's. Now, Gemini's are the fun-loving sign. You know, Gemini's are, they're really intellectual and they love to have a good time. They need and crave stimulation. And once someone or something stops being fascinating, a Gemini moves on. Now, a Gemini Um, is slow to fall in love because a Gemini has to be with you for a really long time to figure out that you are not going to bore them to tears. Wow, that sounds like a heavy lift. You have to pay attention to a Gemini because a Gemini does not want to be ignored. And Hmm. you better be good at communicating because if there's something you need to say, you get it out your mouth because Geminis love to talk things out. Hmm. And now we are at Virgo. Here we go. If you're looking for long-term relationship material, look no further than a Virgo. Your your Virgos are organized and mature, and they're devoted and loyal and excellent communicators. But dating a Virgo can be a slow process. It can take months before you get a hint of their true feelings because Virgos are very, very careful. And a Virgo in love is not obvious to the naked eye because they don't have big dramatic displays of affection like a Leo or a Gemini. Virgos like stability and they like consistency. And if you are a wild nutcase, you may not make it with a Virgo because Virgos do not like chaos. And Virgos tend to overthink everything. They hyperanalyze every detail of the relationship. But once they fall in love, your Virgo is an excellent partner. Virgos love acts of service. It's their love language. Virgos are always... Stop it. I don't want them to use the word love language, and I don't have to do any more service for love language. Listen, Listen to this sentence, and you tell me this isn't Bob. Quote, Virgo is always trying to find ways to fix up your life, help you heal, take care of you, and be of service for you, make you laugh. Virgos want to take care of you and show you a good time. Yeah, I mean, part part of that is me. Part of that is me. And you know what Virgos What? Virgos love getting credit for things and being told thank you. (laughs) Yes, they do, as they they should, because they do so much for so many. Taurus. Um, How does the Taurus feel about you? On the one hand, the bull is very attentive and they're consistent and they're thoughtful and all of that. On the other hand, you've been seeing each other for a while and Taurus has not said a single word about how they feel feel about you. Taurus uh, partners can be confusing because they need somebody they can trust and that takes a long time to establish. Um, Taurus uh, people want to be courted 
They want you to make the effort to win their heart. But you better have a strong physical attraction because a Taurus is not there for it unless it unless there's a big, big attraction there. Taurus takes a long time. They're like Virgo. They take a long time to fall in love with you. But once you get your Taurus, they are they are like the Virgo. They are committed and they are devoted as long as you show them that you're serious and you value them. They're committed and, and devoted until they aren't. Well, I mean, isn't but isn't that always the way? I guess. I guess that's always the way. Right. Yeah. Um, now we go to cancers. Doesn't take much to fall for the cancer because they are loving, oh. kind, nurturing, rom romantic, loyal, and they manage to somehow get into tune with exactly what your heart wants. And they always make sure you know how much you mean to them. Once a Taurus gives you his or her heart, or a cancer rather, and loves you, they are all about making you happy. And there is nothing more joyful than a cancer in love. They're all right with casual relationships. They're not going to turn a casual relationship or a booty call situation down. We're out of time and we still have a couple more zodiac signs. Just do, do it real back? quick. Do, no, well, do it real quick. Well, the Aries, um, the Aries is hot and heavy in love and they, uh, they jump head first. Chances are, though, you can be loved bombed by an Aries because they fall out of love just as fast as they fall in. So think about that really carefully, right? Okay. All right. And um, Pisces, um, there's one thing that you need to know about a Pisces. They love, 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 love courtship and seduction. They are sensitive and kind, and they really want you to make some effort. We're talking flowers, love notes, sweet kisses on the back of the neck, all of it. It'll take a while for a Pisces to get there. Once you get one of those people and they love you, they love you. It's Bob and Sherry. True. Weird. Stuff. A late night. A twisting mountain pass. Blinding lights ahead. Traffic stop? Maybe. But explain the 12 plus hours of lost time, the sickness, and why no one in my family will talk about it. This one gets personal. True. Weird. Stop. New episodes drop every Friday, everywhere you get your podcasts. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Cherry app. Lee, I cannot wait to hear what you told your in-laws. It was horrible. And I still feel bad about it. But we were sitting, my husband and I have been married for a couple of years and went to their um, his parents' house for Thanksgiving, and they took us out to dinner. So we're sitting there, and the food comes, and I'm waiting for them to say the blessing, and they don't say it. And I said, aren't we going to say the blessing? I said, we always talk about what we're thankful for at my house. And his dad looked at me, and he goes, oh, we don't believe in God. And I stunned, went, oh, my God, you're going to hell. You told your in-laws they were going to hell? <laughs> Y'all are going straight to hell. And my husband picked me under the table and looked at me and I said, I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, Lee, I'm really intrigued by something. Are you ready? You were married a few years. How, you probably yeah. dated for like a year before you got married, right? Right, yeah. How did you miss this how did you miss the fact that his parents didn't believe in God? Well, I mean, we never really discussed it. We got married in a church. He told me he was Catholic, but he went to Catholic high school. Um, you know, he, he 
went to church with me. It just never, his parents never came never, up. Yeah, they never talked about it. So we've been married 20 years, and there are two things that are not discussed in my house at this point, religion and politics. So do they, are they still non-believers? Oh, yeah, they're still non-believers. But what's so funny to me is that, like, on Christmas and stuff like that, my mother-in-law will go to church with us. And, I mean, every Christmas she's like, let me know what time you're going to be there and I'll meet you there. It's and a family I'm, thing. It's it's not to celebrate the Lord. It's it's a family yeah, thing. And not. And, and his fa- are going his to fa- hell. <laughs> his father is, doesn't go to church on Christmas or or Easter? No. Or ever. No, or ever. He doesn't go at all. Uh, why, I, I don't what get is, the whole thing of, of putting a child through Catholic school and you don't believe. I don't, I don't what? get it. Well, because it's a great education. Well, it is. Um, Lee. Yeah, it's a great education. And plus, I think that, well, his dad was a cop in D.C. Worked the um, drugs part that, of it. And that killed his faith. I'm just wondering, what was their response to being told by you they were going to hell? Well, his dad looked at me and he said, well, let me tell you something. He said, when I die, if I go down and I see flames everywhere, I'm going to say, damn, we was right. <laughs> <laughs> he, said that, he said that over the Thanksgiving dinner? That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He had a good sense of humor about it, right? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They were very good about it. And he still, to this day, you know, will, like, try to start conversations about religion and about God and you know and I just I cut him off at the quick I'm just like I, I know it's interesting I, I I would have thought that you would be the one that would try to start a conversation no about he God. enjoys baiting Lee and watching is her get all worked is? up yeah is that what it no, is no I love my in-laws and they're good to my kids and I want to keep it that way so. you, even if they are representatives of Satan well <laughs> enjoy them you know what enjoy them while they're here I'm only kidding folks to, all, to the uh, agnostic and atheist community, <laughs> I, I'm not accusing you of being Satan. Enjoy them while they're here, Lee. That's You know what? That is not in your power yeah. to know, right? Right. If they're going to hell, that's, that's their deal. Of course, I'll I guess, you know, I, I have to say that we are, some of us who are believers, are told to try to save a soul. Hey, look on the bright you know? side. If they do end up in hell, you guys won't have to divide the holidays anymore. So that's going to simplify life a Always little bit, the right? positive one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no say, more of this. We have to go to my parents' house. Hey, Lee, say it, say it again, just like you're sitting there across the table from them. I'll, I'll say it. Well, we don't believe in God. Oh, my God, you're going to hell. <laughs> you're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. 
It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. Just before I tell you about my Valentine's Day, I would like to make note that Stockard Channing just had a birthday. She, of course, played Rizzo in Greece, and she just turned 78. So now she looks exactly as she did when she played Rizzo, the high school... (laughs) High school senior or senior, (laughs) junior, whatever, in the movie Grease. Happy birthday, beautiful woman, Stockard Channing. All right, so Sherry just told us about her wonderful, well, it began that way, um, Valentine's Day, where Kevin made these fantastic heart-shaped pancakes and, and then conducted a taste test as to whether or not real maple syrup from Canada. Would I know the difference between real maple syrup from Canada and Log Cabin, which is maple-flavored brown sugar syrup. Right. And Sherry won. And Sherry won. And the, uh, and the day went sideways at that point because he was, he was very upset with that. Let me tell you about my Valentine's. We went out to a very nice restaurant that I had not been to before, and Mary had not either. It, it was actually it's a French restaurant. And uh, very nice. Got a good table and everything. And uh, we brought our cards and our gifts. This mine, of course, is a uh, gift card because I don't have the kind of taste uh, that I can pick out something for another human being. But that's fine. So uh, she gave me my Valentine's Day card, and I'm going to read it to you right now. And this is not made up for radio. This is the real thing here. Real people, real laughs, right? It says, love you on the front. And it's a beautiful card. I opened it up. It said, Bob... You get on my nerves, but I love you very much. (laughs) Exclamation point with a heart. You've made my life infinitely better in so many ways, and I am grateful to you and for you every day. Love you forever, Mary. Let me read it again, or part of it anyway. Bob, you get on my nerves, but I love you very much. Heart exclamation point. And uh, she watched me read it, and she said, oh, are you taking that the wrong way? I said, well, uh, I don't know if I'm taking it the wrong way, but uh, evidently I get on your nerves, but you love me. She said, well, I do love you, baby. I do love you very much. But, you know, it's just the two of us in the house, and every day it's kind of Groundhog Day. What do you mean by that? Well, you work on one side, and I work on the other. Yeah, it's great. It's just great. And you spend a lot of time just walking around the house. And that does get on my nerves. I said, what do you mean? She said, you are always walking around. And and Sherry has said the same thing, that when you were in the studio, you'd be getting up and walking down the hall to get water or whatever. I said, well, you know, stretch my legs. You know, it's a a long day broadcasting. Yeah, but um, this walking around business, it's like... It never stops. So now I have to figure out a way to make her happy. And the only thing I've come up with, have you ever seen like a World War I movie or a World War II movie where the GIs are battling the Nazis and they're, 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 they're squirming on their bellies to get underneath barbed wire so no oh, one yeah, can yeah. see them? Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. the way I got to go around the house. I just got to stay low. And just squirm from room to worm. Because 
I got to move. I got to go to the men's room. I got to get some coffee. I got to get some water. I got to go change shoes to take the dog for a walk. There's another way to, to look at this. There's another oh, really? way to look at this. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Only a person who feels completely um, understood and loved and and comfortable and secure in a relationship can tell you how much you get on her nerves. That is a sign Hmm. of how much she loves you. And instead of thinking about slithering around on your belly, you should be saying to yourself, my God, I am so lucky to have a woman who will be honest with me about how much I get on her nerves because she knows that she can Hmm. say to you, Bob Lacey, you get on my nerves. You're annoying. The walking around drives me crazy. The slurping, the swallowing. Oh my God. Like I could tear my head off. But I love you so much. Hey, you don't have to embellish quite that it. much, you know? I mean, could you just pull back on, on the embellishments? I love there? you anyway. And look at you. You are a man who doesn't have to wonder if if he has to always be on his best behavior because you're loved even when you're slurping and pacing and being irritating. What a gift. How lucky you are. Seriously. So, so let me get this, let me get this straight. So I'm fortunate because it's been pointed out that I'm annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because you know what we usually do? We tell our best friends how annoying you are and then we leave you. But here's a woman who's like, you know what? You're annoying. And that that is a sign of her love for you. And, and you know, Max and Doc, how, how am I right I or am I right? Yes, that, that means that means that Doc, I want to be think? with you rather than you I are think just, so. Yeah, you, you are just yeah. wonderful in every way. Yeah. yeah, you are liars. All of you. You are all liars who lie. You are lying liars who lucky, lie. Lucky. And let's celebrate your good fortune um, with a toast and a slurp. Cheers. Cheers. I'm a liar, too. I'm lying on my stomach as I go through the house. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry want to whisk you and your bestie off for a Florida getaway. It could be a friend from grade school, high school, or even a sibling or mom or dad. You and your bestie could stay three nights at the Don Cesar, a luxury hotel located in St. Pete Beach. Known as the legendary Pink Palace, this beachfront resort is situated on the sugary white sands of the Gulf of Mexico and offers ocean views from every room. The price also includes admission to Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Florida's Marine Life Rescue Center, admission to the Dolly Museum to explore an unparalleled collection of art and digital experiences, and a one-of-a-kind upscale dining experience aboard Yacht Starship Cruises, America's first three-diamond-rated dining yacht, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. To enter, just go to bobandsherry.com, hit the contest tab, and submit a picture of you and your bestie. Because right now, Florida is exactly where you need to be. Get away to Florida from Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Cherry app. We're talking about the little small things you do every single day to torture the person you love. And Christy's man hates peppermint, so I'm a guessing there's peppermint in Christy's house. Good hey, morning, Christy. Hey, Christy. Good morning. He doesn't like the peppermint, huh? He can't stand peppermint. We don't have peppermint toothpaste. We don't have peppermint mouthwash. We don't have mint chocolate chip ice cream we don't have girl scout cookies that have mint in them absolutely not so what do you do i chew mint gum of course so when you kiss him that's what he tastes that's what he tastes oh uh, yeah 
Well, I only do it when I don't want him around. So when he's still <laughs> frisky and I'm not, mint gum stays in the bedside table. Women are so complicated to know. As a guy, he's got to know that when the peppermint kiss comes his way, he, he needs to get out for a while. That's a yeah. lot to figure out without help. Well, I even do it to torment him a little bit because sometimes we'll be driving down the road and um, I'll pop a piece of my mouth and I'll chew it and then I'll kind of blow it his way. And he's like, oh, my God, it's so gross. It's wonderful. Why do you like to jerk him around? <laughs> what, what's the appeal? We've been together for 25 years. We have to have That's There you go. That's all I need to know. She's earned it. That's it. Thank you. Nice to talk to you, Kristen. we got to move along. <laughs> she's earned the right yeah, is what yeah. she's saying. We have, yeah, we have to have something somewhere. And he's a big, big pest, and he pesters me all the time. So this is my little way to jab back. So he, you're a little tiny thing, and he's a big old pest. Give yeah, us an example yeah, of how he pesters you. How does he pester how does he you? Pester how does he pester you? you? Well, he has this thing called the claw, and his hand comes out, and he'll grab my neck, say, the claw gotcha. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Or The claw? Little, little <laughs> what does he do? The claw comes out and grabs your claw neck? claw gotcha. My yeah. neck, yes. Or my head or something. He'll say, oh, the claw got you. Well, it drives me nuts. I can't stand You've it. had 25 years of this? 25. I think I know what the claw's doing with that head grab. <laughs> That's exactly right. You got it. Yeah. 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 Mm. He he loved he loves eggnog also. So at Christmas he was sitting there drinking some eggnog. I said, "Have you ever realized that eggnog has a little bit of minty flavor to it?" Oh my God, you're right. I hate eggnog now. You no. ruined it for you him. Ruined you ruined eggnog. You ruined it for him. It was great. But 25 years. <laughs> that's what you expect. That's what you expect to happen, right? 25 years. If you're years. lucky enough to stay married for 25 years, this is no. what you look forward to. That's right. We will be married 20 years this June, but we started dating, um, I was 16 and he was 15. So. Oh, your childhood sweethearts. That's so romantic. Yeah. So what's interesting in some ways, in yeah, some ways, the claw. <laughs> he probably did the claw when he was 15 and he just never outgrew it. No, he actually started that when probably about 10 or 15 years ago. The claw? How did the claw, the claw. how did it start? How, how did claw? it start? I don't really know. It just appeared one day, and it was like he did it for months on end, and I'm like, would you please stop that? Oh, yeah. women love a good 15 years of a Jim Carrey joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I, just be, can I just be honest? We love that. Hey. Men say, how do you turn a woman on? This is how. I hope he's listening. <laughs> well, he probably is because he just pulled over in front of me thinking I was uh, stranded on the interstate, but I pulled over so my cell phone went loose. And he's looking at me really funny, and I'm giving the wave. Go on, go yeah. on. Here Hi comes there. the claw. Here it comes. Here comes the claw out of the window. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is brought to you by State Farm? You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I don't believe this. Shit. I cannot believe this. Looks like the news is not great for Billy Ray Cyrus and his wife Tish. I saw that no. they've been married for a long, long time, haven't they? Twenty-eight years. They have five yeah. grown kids. According to the divorce paperwork that Tish has filed, this is the second time Tish has filed on Billy Ray. Um, She says they have not lived together in two years. She says it's irreconcilable differences. I'm sorry, Billy Ray filed the first time. Let me get that right. Um, Back in 2010, when they did reconcile, um, she's asking the judge to equally distribute their marital assets. And... um, 
here they go. So I think that this time, this is te- if you look at their the history of their uh, relate of their marriage, this is technically their third divorce filing. And I have to say, you've got to hand it to people if you've been so close to done that you filed and then you reconciled and then it happened again and you reconciled and now it's happening a third time. I think that if they do end up splitting up, can we all agree they gave it the the, the best effort? They gave it a try. Yeah. 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 It it could be nothing as uh, more dramatic than they got tired of hearing each other. I hate to say that, but sometimes that is the case. You know, I've been married for 28 years and and probably knew each other, you know, before that. Let's just let's just call it a 30-year relationship. They might have just said everything they had to say. But you know, can you even imagine like just going waking up one day and going, "You know what? I cannot hear that this person's voice one more time. I'm done." Like that does not seem enough of a reason to end a 28-year No, I don't think it's just that. I I think it's just um I guess you would just say boredom. Just uh, I want to move on to something different. I've experienced. This is not me, but I have known people who have told me this. I just want something different. I've heard everything this guy has had, all of his stories. I just want something different. I don't want to hear his stories anymore. I don't want to walk on on the same path. I want to walk on my own path. One of my friends broke up, and and I was friends with the uh, husband and the wife. I couldn't believe it. Because they were inspirational to me as a couple. And she just said, I just want to be alone for a while. And there wasn't any way, like if you felt that way, let's talk about that for a second. If you felt like, like, let's say you got married really young. Let's talk about people that are, that got married once and are still married. Okay. So you got married Mm -hmm. really young and a lot of time has gone by Mm -hmm. and maybe you're just kind of sitting here thinking, you know what? I, I have no idea who I am by myself. Mm-hmm. And I would like to have that experience. Is there no way to like say to your spouse of many years, I just, I need a, I need some time to just worry about myself and not about what to cook for dinner or what movies you like or don't like. Do you know what I it mean? It depends who you're married to. It, it depends who you're married to. If you're married to somebody that uh, is very used to and not easily going to give up the idea that you're going to cook dinner every night. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe he does the yard or whatever, but uh, you're suddenly saying, I want to really explore myself. That's a frightening thing for some guys. And some women too. I mean, and some women. You know, let's, yeah. cause I, I, I mean, I hear that you're like, oh, if you're going to change, I'm afraid you're going to change so much that you're not still going to want to be here. But, but we also both know couples. Everybody knows couples where um, one person's preferences dominate. And the other yes. person goes along. Okay. Right. And then maybe one day you wake up and go, you know what? I do not want beans in my chili. I don't like action movies. And um, I hate the beach. And I'm not going to live this life anymore. I want to do things my way for a while. I wonder if there, and maybe somebody's listening, call us or email us and tell us if you hit a moment like that in your relationship. And you found a way through it and were able to stay together because I'm such a romantic yeah. and such an idealist that I want to believe that that's possible, you know, and, yeah. and for Billy Ray and Tish, money wasn't an issue, you know, for a lot of us, like we really can't go take a time out unless you're going to go stay with your sister, right? Because you can't afford to run two households. But yeah, but them, you know, the money, the case. 
the money might have pushed this along, though. You know, and when you when you have money and you say, "All right, she she doesn't want to go anywhere. She wants to stay on. I don't know where they live. Wants to stay on the farm in Tennessee or whatever. And I really want to go on this uh, gambling uh, cruise. It's a it's a one month gambling cruise. And she doesn't want to do that. And she doesn't want to do this. And blah blah. You know what? I got enough money. Yeah, it's going to cost me. You know, to split up. But I'm going to go do what I want to do. I mean, every case is different. This is why you look at couples who've been together for a long time and he goes on his weekly fishing trip with the boys and she yeah. does her own thing. And some people are judgy about that. They're like, how can you have separate vacations? Better separate vacations than you stay together. Mary and I right? are doing it. I mean, not every one, but uh, this summer I'm going to go to uh, Maine and she and a couple of girlfriends are going someplace else. So, uh, you know, if you have a strong marriage, I think you could do it. Here's, here's what I hope. For Billy Ray and his wife. I just hope that this divorce does not send their daughter Miley off doing some crazy crap. God, no. I mean, like, <laughs> it's hard to even begin Thanks to guess what it. that <laughs> might be. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's Bob and Sherry. Ways to get in touch with the Bob and Sherry show. Stick your head out a window and yell, Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry! Get the Bob and Sherry free app for your phone and leave us a talkback message. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Email us through the Bob and Sherry website, bobandsherry.com, or email us hello at bobandsherry.com. Or you can call 1-844-52-SHERRY. Hello, Bob and Sherry. Leave us a DM on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Or you can just kick it old school and yell out the window. Hey! Sherry! Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. I have come across two completely fascinating facts about cats. Remember our listener, Laura, who sent us cat grooming gloves? Do you have, yes. your, you have your grooming, I your used, love glove? Do I have them? I used not my love glove. Isn't that what it's called? The love glove? No, that's something else, dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, Sherry. Oh, I thought it was called the love glove. No. That's what yeah. I told the girls it was called. Oh, you did? Because Laura sent me one, yeah. too. I have a pink one. I said, girls, look what our listener Laura sent us. It's the love glove. Go get the love glove and show Mr. Fluffington what a good boy um, he's been. I would hold back from uh, telling people that you have the pink love glove. I just had an issue with Karamia's teacher contacting uh-huh. me about voodoo. Yeah. Now I'm going to get have the letter one. about yeah. the love glove. Oh, my goodness. I'm blushing. Yeah. Okay, well, um, all the more reason to get out your kitty glove <laughs> and show Mr. Fluffington what a good boy he's been because cats have approximately 130,000 hairs for every square inch of their flesh. And for a cat like Kiki, who's a biggin', that's a lot of hair, my friend. How could that be for every square inch? Every square inch. Oh, now here comes the argument. Here comes the argument. Does that sound possible? 130,000 hairs for every square inch. Cat hair is very fine. I think it is possible. Wow. Um, You're never going to be able, even with the glove, you're never going to be able to deal with all of that. But for a person with your allergies, it's very important. You should get a glove on each hand and work that cat like it's your job. How did I get here? <laughs> Work that cat like at your job with the love glove. One on each Do hand. One on each hand. 130,000 hairs per, per square, square inch. Oh, by the way, my stepchildren <laughs> sing this to me now. And this is a big cat you got. This is, this is our friend Cool Kid Chris who put this together just for you. 
There's more square inches on Kiki than on the average cat. I was entering, I, I was cleaning the litter box and Hampton saw me the other day and he started singing this. Because <laughs> he hears it on way to school with his mother. You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. The Bob and Sherry Vault is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. Well, um, I hope you had a good Valentine's Day. Sherry sent a text to me, Max, <laughs> and I, I, oh. I think Sherry's living like in a sitcom or something. This, mm-hmm. What your husband is now doing is downright crazy. He's so crazy. Um, I did What's send it doing? to Max because, well, Max, nobody enjoyed Kevin putting me through the hot dog taste test more than Max did. Do you remember that mm-hmm. a week or so ago? Valentine's Day, um, Kevin surprised me with breakfast in bed. I was in bed looking at my phone like you do, and suddenly the door opens up and in himself comes with a giant tray, and he's got, like, he's made He's made this really fancy coffee, and he's made my eggs just the way I like them, and a plate full of heart-shaped pancakes on which he's written in red icing, K-N plus S-L, and then decorate (laughs) it with whipped cream. That's the I sent a picture of it to Max because it wasn't, oh yeah, right? It wasn't just a romantic, and immediately when he came through the door with the tray, I was like, Uh who's the... Who's the stranger in Kevin's skin suit? Like, what's up with uh, this? Yeah, he goes, great. Happy, happy Valentine's Day, my love. I've made you breakfast in bed. And he puts the tray down in front of me. And I'm like, giant heart-shaped pancakes? He went out and found like a giant heart-shaped cookie cutter thing to make these pancakes with. Like, he hmm. did it up. And on the tray, there's the heart-shaped pancakes um, and more whipped cream and some strawberries and my eggs and salt and pepper and some Tabasco sauce and a jug of real maple syrup. My friend Wendy is is Canadian and she mm-hmm. gives me real maple syrup from her friends in Canada. They have their own maple farm and a, and a, a jug of log cabin, which is supposed to be maple syrup, but it's not really maple syrup. It's no. maple flavored brown sugar syrup, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, look at all of these syrup choices and big smile. And he says, I think that you can't tell the difference between log cabin and real maple syrup. Another so, challenge. It, it's another. Oh my word. It's just it's an, gone dark on Valentine's Day. It's another taste test on Valentine's uh-huh. Day. And now I'm laughing because I'm like, you went to all of this trouble <laughs> to try to prove that I can't tell the difference between maple syrup and log right? cabin. And he goes, right? he goes, no, no, that's not why I did it. I got you the log cabin because I know that secretly you prefer it, but you don't want to be honest about it because you're a food snob. I was like, all right. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. What happened? 
get the blindfold. So here comes the I'm sitting in bed in my jammies with the, surrounded by my critters. I know and what I'm getting you for Christmas or your birthday next year because you're going to wear that blindfold out. You're going to need a new one. I want one with a monogram. So on goes. So I said, all right, I'm not going to touch anything. You cut the bites. You put the two syrups on them and I'll eat them with my blindfold. So I take cool. the first bite. I knew immediately which one was Log Cabin because Log Cabin has this really, the first thing that hits your palate is this overwhelming strong maple flavor and then it just kind of disappears into sugar. Real Mm -hmm. maple syrup doesn't have that intense hit of maple right at the beginning. So, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to disappoint him because the hot dog thing made him as happy as he's ever been in his entire mm-hmm. freaking life. Like the birth of his first child wasn't as magical. <laughs> so I did it and I, I knew right away that was log cabin and tasted. The oh, yeah. I was like, all right, let me do it. Give me another bite. And he's like, cleanse your palate first. Here comes the glass of water. So I chugged that and I, I tasted it. And I was like, I like this one better. And I take off the blindfold and he goes, you're just saying that to spite me. Like, no, I gave you the hot dog win. I gave you the hot dog win. I don't like, I don't like Log Cabin. He goes, everybody knows Log Cabin's better. And I'm like, you are a potted meat, Log Cabin syrup, tang drinking. Happy Valentine's Day to all. You who loving. My three sons watching Boomer. And I do not like Log Cabin better. And he's like, what about Mrs. Butterworth? I'm like, oh, no. Can I please just have my real maple syrup that my friend brings me home from Canada? And you have the Log Cabin. And he goes, I don't believe you. I think you're just trying to spite me. And he, and that was, that was my maple syrup Valentine's Day breakfast in bed taste test. So I took a picture of it and sent it to Max and said, I just sent him the picture and said, guess what I'm doing for Valentine's Day? And he saw the two bottles of syrup and he knew right away. Why won't he so, let you have the win? You let him have the win as much as it pained you. Why is it when it didn't go his way... It was somehow you rigging the contest. He this, cannot this is, believe. This is an example. This is an example of what marriage is. It can sometimes start out just fantastic and romantic, and then sometimes goes sideways. He just can't believe that anybody doesn't want log cabin. He grew up like he had. I was telling Max. Kevin grew up with all of the foods that we were denied on the grounds that that those foods were for people with money. Name brand log cabin syrup, um, tang, name brand cereals, you ice cream, ice cream sandwiches that that were like name brand. Like we grew up Mm -hmm. eating. If it wasn't homemade, it was generic. Like we weren't allowed to have that. Like we would say, can we have pop tarts? And my father would go, do you got money? Well, no, because we're six. We're unemployed, chronically. He just can't believe that everybody doesn't like the foods he likes. But yes, now we're now we're tied one for one. He won the hot dogs. I won the maple syrup. Stay tuned, folks, because I have a feeling that we're going to have a generic Cheerios challenge coming up. <laughs> I bet that's the case. I was trying to figure out where he would go next. That may be it. That may be it. Yeah. Oh, the other well. thing. 
The other thing I forgot to tell you was he made me coffee with chicory in it. Because I told him that, I was like, I don't want coffee with chicory in it. He's like, taste your coffee. And I tasted it, and he was like, does it have a different taste? I was like, well, yeah. But I didn't want to be rude and tell him it tastes like potting soil. I was like, it definitely tastes different. And he goes, he goes, that's because it's disgusting. I put chicory in it. So even he couldn't drink that. Wow. It's Bob and Sherry. True. Weird. Stuff. In each episode of True Weird Stuff, we'll take a look at something that's, you know, well, true and weird. Subscribe now and become part of True Weird Nation. We're all about curiosity here. And that's True Weird Stuff. True Weird Stuff. New episodes drop every Friday, everywhere you get your podcasts. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. You know, sometimes you click on a link and you know as you're clicking on it that you're going to regret it because what you're going to find is yeah. um, not just stupid, but so obvious that nobody needed to be reminded. So that was me when I clicked on the life-saving winter hacks link. A lot of it you know. Like, for example, um, keep some gas in your car at all times if you live in especially a really cold, dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Um teaching you how to walk on ice by walking like a penguin. You point your feet out a little bit and you hold your arms and you shuffle and take short steps. That's how you avoid slipping on ice. Okay. Um, This one I kind of didn't know. Don't, if you're going to go shovel your driveway, which is something I personally would not ever do because that would be Kevin's job. But if you're going to go shovel your driveway, don't have coffee before you do that and don't smoke. That's the, those two things can lead that? you to have a heart attack. Oh, you're kidding. Like people who have heart attacks shoveling. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I could th- see the smoking because it's uh, constricting your breathing. But the stimulant, yeah. the caffeine stimulant. So anyway, blah, blah. I didn't uh. even know that. Um, the other one was always keep a roll of duct tape in your car. And that one stopped me in my tracks. And Max will know why. Let's say that I just met you. We're single and we're going on a date and you pick me up and there's duct tape in your car. My first thought is not that you're ready for anything. My first thought is what, Max? You're going to be kidnapped and then killed and and buried. And you can't talk. And I, you know, I blame 2020 and Dateline for my um, grudge against duct tape. Duct tape is flammable and you can use it as a fire starter. Did you know that? That's what I learned in my click on your winter hat. And the zip ties, I'm using those on my tires in case I get stuck in the (laughs) Uh, snow. There's so many. And the the ski mask, I mean, it's cold out, right? How would I I use duct tape uh, to start a fire? Well, it's flammable. I have to have matches, right? So you would wad it up. Yeah. And yeah, well, if you're not going to have matches, I guess you're going to rub two sticks together. (laughs) See, now we're back to that. Yeah. Do you do you honestly see me get a roaring fire going out there as my car is careened down some embankment and I'm down here and I, I I have to start fire. No one knows I'm down here. Do you see me wadding up duct tape and getting a couple of sticks that are within reach and and, and just going to town and getting a big old blaze going? In fairness, no. Yeah. But I here's what I do know. If your car careened off an embankment, you wouldn't need to rub two sticks together to start a fire because your rage at Tony Garcia would be enough to ignite the wood. He's our manager. We blame him for everything. That's true. Tony. Tony! It's all your fault. And then the fire would ignite. You know, I, I 
I'm glad I don't do that as much as I used to. I used to blame people too much for just terrible situations that, that I would get no myself into. Fault. Right. I, like I had a TV producer who said, we want to do a feature on uh, rock climbing. And there's this 900-foot um, face of a mountain. And we've we got a rock climbing guy for you to climb the rocks with. It was called the Devil's Courthouse. And so up halfway up, I'm looking down 450 feet and I'm going, I hate you. And I'm, I'm miked. I hate you, Andrew. I hate you so much for making me do this. I'm so uncomfortable right now. And, it, and and they were playing it back in the editing room. And I, it's so disconcerting to hear. And the, he's there. I hate you, Andrew. And yes, they played it at the Christmas party. Did you forget you were Mike? No, I hated him so much. I didn't care. I, but you I were the hated one, doing that. You were the one who agreed to it. I know. You know, sometimes you agree to things. You know, you, you, you've you seen a commercial of a rock climber. They all look like they're having a ball and they're in great shape they and they're so they're, macho. But they know how to be rock climbers. Even the helmet I had made me look like a, like a uh, dork. If you don't get a helmet that is just the right size. It was your head kind of brief, like bulging out of it? It was, yeah. So I had like this pencil head look going up there going, I hate you, Andrew. Man, I bet the people who worked with you on that TV show, I bet they have stories. I don't encourage that. Well, they're all, I mean, they're all scattered to the winds. It's the best (laughs) Bob and Cher. Best, best. You guys kill me. I love you, Bob and Cher. Oh, thank Thank you so much. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. We have Pagan joining us. I love your name. Pagan. Hi, Pagan. Pagan. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you so much. I love your show. Thank, thank you very, very much. To what do we owe this pleasure? <laughs> so I was actually listening to one of the other podcasts. I listen to you every day at work. And I remember someone talking about the Frito-Lay boxes on their heads. And it actually reminded me of when I was in elementary school, and my teacher actually placed me in a box, like a stove or a refrigerator. I don't remember which, but it was a big box, and I could only see one side of the room, so either like the back of the classroom or the whiteboard, I couldn't see any of the other kids. Why was that, Pagan? Was it because you couldn't stay in your chair and stop talking? So it was because I was a servant to the other children. They'd already kicked me out of school not long before that, and I was just allowed back in school again. They kicked me out of school for two weeks for um, mental evaluations. They didn't know if I had a learning disorder or a behavioral disorder. Turns out I didn't. But when they allowed me back into school, they said I was too much of a disturbance. So this was to keep the other kids isolated from me. That could never happen today. I, I just don't see any school in the country saying, Pagan, get in the box. Pagan, I just, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine when my girls were like in second grade. Karamia coming home and saying, my teacher says I have to sit inside a refrigerator box every day. I would be like, what? Do you? I, I'm just curious, Pagan. Um, this was elementary school. What? Yes. Can you recall what your crimes were that got you kicked out of school for two weeks? Exactly what were you doing? I wouldn't sit still on my seat. I would wiggle around. I would sit upside down with my head on the ground. I would take my bra off. I wouldn't keep my shoes on. And I would hop around in my feet. 
You know, with the exception of the bra, I do those things every day here in this <laughs> studio, and nobody has put me in. Nobody's going to put Bobby in a box. <laughs> I, I, that is just so surprising that they could get away with that. Wow. Oh, and they how did how, in them longer. My mom actually had a fit and went up to yeah, school. I, yeah. That was my next question. Yeah. What did your parents think about this? So I don't remember the exact details of it because they took me out of the classroom in the middle of it. But my mom went up there raising cane and basically cussed the teacher out. The principal got involved and then the cops got called out and my mom had to be physically escorted by the police off her premises. And then she got banned for the rest of the school year. Oh my, you were that family, weren't you? Mm. (laughs) Megan, um, wow. How much do you think your name factored into some of these early elementary school teachers treating you like like a monster from where the wild things are? How much of that? I don't think it was so much my name as my uncle, because my uncle was four years older than me, and we went to elementary school together, and he was a terror, and none of the teachers well, like Was my that Uncle Heathen or Uncle Demon? Which, <laughs> which uncle was that? <laughs> Well, his name was David, but, you know, Demon would fit as well. <laughs> your your uncle was how much older than you? Four years older. You have an me. interesting family, I have to tell you. Now, <laughs> the question that everybody wants to know, you, you were this little hellion. Your mother sounds like she was one, and then you got your uncle going. How did you turn out? I actually am very, very self-supportive. I have a good life. I support myself. I'm the black sheep of family because I'm self-sufficient and I'm not in jail and prison like everybody else. And I'm not on drugs. Very good. Give her a round of applause. Excellent. <laughs> have you ever been in jail? No, no, no. I have never been in jail. But the rest of the family seems yes. to be familiar with it. Oh yeah. Are you I the only? Like are you the only member of the family that's not been to jail? No, my little sister is also very well behaved. She's got kids she's married she has a good life as well what did they send your what did they send your mother up the river for oh you name it her not so bad for her hers is just mostly alcohol and drug abuse yeah 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 well it sounds like you struggled coming out of a tough situation and you did okay huh i did i got a good life good you and the sister very very good well (laughs) pagan do you love your name or do you hate your name be honest I love my name. It's so, it's so unusual. I read a novel once, and one of the characters was named Pagan. And I think it's Irish. Hers was like spelled a little. I guarantee you, Pagan's not sure. Pagine, Pagine, and they called her Pagan, Mm -hmm. something like that. How did you get the name? So my grandma actually is the one who named me. She mostly raised me. Um, My mom was a teen mom, so my mom was only sixteen when she had me. So my grandma actually raised me with my uncle. Um, so my mom and my grandma used to watch a soap opera when my mom was pregnant, and one of the people in the soap opera was named Pagan, P-A-G-A-N, and that's how my grandma pronounces my name is actually Pagan, like the religion, but the doctor, when my mom was given birth, had fit because my mom was 16, unmarried teen, and didn't, of course, like the Wiccan name, so they changed the spelling to P-E-G-A-N Do after the you... doctor had a fit during delivery. Do you know where your father is? Um, he's actually dead. He is. Did you did you have a relationship with him prior to his passing? Um, no, he shot himself when I was two. Oh, oh my pagan. god! Go ahead, say it. Oh, one question too many. Yeah, but what a mm. you know what though? Wow. Um, the 
what happens around you is not your responsibility or your fault. You just no. have to make what you yeah. the very best life for yourself that you can. And it sounds like you and your sister yeah. did that. We're very impressed with you, Pagan. Thank you so much for listening too. Yeah. And I love your I love name. Like that, love your show. And Thank I, you. I would never put you in a giant appliance box. No, it's just, no. It's just wrong on so many levels. In some ways, I kind of liked it because at least then I, you know, didn't get yelled at by the teacher to sit still. She just kind of let me do whatever I wanted. Yeah, well, you know, there are some holiday parties. <laughs> if they said to me, "We're going to give you some meatballs and a drink, but you have to be in the box," I'm in. But you hear Megan? Yeah. She did what she wanted to do. Yeah. You know what? Glass half full. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is Bob and Sherry. True, weird stuff. In each episode of True Weird Stuff, we'll take a look at something that's you know, well, true and weird. Subscribe now and become part of True Weird Nation. We're all about curiosity here. And that's true weird stuff. True weird stuff. New episodes drop every Friday, everywhere you get your podcasts. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Cherry app. It's stuff you won't hear on the show. The Bob and Sherry Podcast on the Bob and Sherry app. We were uh, just talking about we need to have a word for pizza that is not really pizza. <laughs> so we've come up with zitza. We, we also need a word for this. A minor mess up that throws your groove off. Like you're feeling really good, right? You got a great oh, night's sleep, yeah, yeah. right? You're, you're feeling so good. You're looking good that day. Your hair is looking good. You got the right shirt on. And then a little something goes wrong and it throws your groove and off. And you can't quite get back. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. For instance, returning a wave to someone who is not really waving at you. I do this more oh, than I you would think. Oh, I do that all think. the time. You know, and you know what it is? Because I'm a disgusting egomaniac. I think it's somebody that loves the show. <laughs> I, yeah. I do that. You enjoy the program? I do that all the time. Also, if I'm in a public place and someone yeah. says, Mom, I stand up and look around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, forgetting your friend's birthday. Ooh, that's a bad one. Yeah. And then it's all over Facebook and you're a day late. Misjudging the weather and wearing a sweater on a hot day. I can't stand doing that. I hate doing that. Because now i got to lug the thing around all day long. And maybe the shirt I'm wearing is not too cool. Forgetting to charge your phone so your alarm does not go off. Have you ever, do you, do you use your phone as an yeah. alarm? I do too, and I've done that. Spilling coffee on a white shirt first thing in the morning. I can't stand that. I, I or your pants. Have, yeah, I hate to have stains on my pants. What's the, what's the word going to be for these things that throw your groove off? I have to come up with something. Um, your umbrella is turned inside out in the rain. I have a really sturdy umbrella, so I haven't had that problem. Dropping your phone in the toilet. That's not a minor mess up. That's a major That's calamity. That's a disaster. That is a disaster. You've had that happen, haven't you? Um, boy, if I did, it did was he, a long time ago. Did he drop his ago. phone in the toilet? I think he did, yeah. I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. No, and Mary I put think, it no. in rice or something. Yeah. Because you we did. Had, we had questions about how did that happen. Yeah, you did. You just want you just want that to have happened to no. you so you can talk <laughs> about did, it. Did yes, you did. did. I don't oh, think, you're I, don't think I dropped it. You know what? Someone had a spy in the secret meeting in the treehouse yesterday when we were plotting against them. You did do that. Is there a name for that? <laughs> oh yeah, and it begins with F and ends with P. Um Forgetting your headphones before a long trip. You know, I have Bose headphones 
They're and noise, the noise canceling, and I forget them all the time. Or I bring them, and the battery's dead. Yep. Which is what happened when we went to Aberdeen. Um, someone pointing out a tag that's still on your clothes. I had a friend of mine who bought a white suit for his wedding, his first wedding. And he was standing with his back to the audience. It was a small group of people. And it said 99-99 on the jacket. And And people were taking pictures Did no one just get No one said a thing. Leaving the house in too much of a rush and then spending the whole day wondering if your stove or curling iron is on. And then somebody else said, accidentally ending a work call with, I love you. Love you. you. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, Matt. Matt, I'll I'll be there at the Car Dealers Association. I love you. (laughs) I mean. Oh, you know what? Who would do that? He would be so happy. He would would say that to him. That's right. He loves when the employees love him. Um, Losing your balance (laughs) on a train or on the bus. Well, actually, you did that when we were on a train in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. downtown Minneapolis. So there they are. We don't have a word for it yet, but I think we've all done at least a couple Look, of Look, how much, things. I mean, we just came up for with a word for pizza, pizza. that's really crap. Yeah. So. Yeah. How much can a morning show yeah. do? Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. See you some other time. You've been listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Be sure to check out our website, bobandsherry.com. Download our free app, too. Get the odd cast, the podcast, and Bob and Sherry fun size instantly. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10.